0: It's time for the Newsmax Daily. From Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson.
1: Joining us on the uh, Newsmax hotline is Rob Finerty of Wake Up America on Newsmax television. Sir, how are you today?
2: Carson, uh, doing well. Nice to be on with you this morning. Obviously, a, uh, a another... Terrible, terrible situation out of New York City. Um, you were just mentioning this Manhattan-bound train uh, right around 8.30 this morning. And uh, I, I'm just standing by now waiting for police to give an update. I think the mayor is going to speak and the uh, wow. the police chief as well and sort of update us on, on what they know. But they haven't found this suspect. And it, it reminds me a lot of the Boston Marathon bombing. Yes. Just the images that we're seeing. And, again, yep. it happened, you know, right Downtown Brooklyn, uh, second-to-last stop before the train goes under the East River and makes its way into, uh, into Manhattan. And uh, just a really, really sad, scary situation.
1: Now, what I hear is the gunman was wearing a gas mask and an orange construction vest.
2: They're conducting a manhunt right now, basically. Um, they have no idea if the suspect is still in that area. But police and the FBI are, are we're talking literally going door-to-door. Uh, store to store looking for this suspect right now.
1: Now, I had heard, and I don't know if you have an update on this, I had heard uh, like 13 people were injured, no uh, no deaths, at least thus far.
2: Yep. So a couple updates, and I'm sure this will all be confirmed uh, when that press conference does, uh, does take place, again, any minute now. Um, many of the bags were left by passengers, and some of the injuries were injuries that it, it seemed like in the confusion people may have gotten pushed to the ground or, or trampled or something like that. Again, nothing confirmed, but it seems like at least some of the injuries may have been the result of, of something like that. But we know that 13 people were injured, seven, at least seven now, were shot. That being reported by multiple uh, multiple outlets um, and being confirmed by the NYPD. Uh, it, we'll find out more, but this is yeah. another one of those situations where you know, this is this is a and this is speculation, but I think we can probably say this is premeditated and planned. You don't just wake up in the morning oh, yeah. and do something like this at random. Um, and and the backdrop of all of this, and and it's so sad that you've got to go there immediately. But seven months from now will be midterm elections. And yeah. If you ask me, they can't come fast enough. This is a country that is just led by by such bad policy. And and when it comes to crime, we had something on Wake Up America uh, yesterday yeah. on the show. Um, some polling from Real Clear Politics. We've never seen this before. The number one issue to voters has changed four times in five months. It was COVID, yeah. it was crime, um, and now it's inflation. But and, and it was education two or three months ago. Remember what happened in the fall in Virginia. But I'm yeah. telling you, it was inflation today. We had the inflation numbers come out today. It's going to yeah. be crime again.
1: Yeah. All right, Rob, take care of yourself. Rob Finnity from uh, Newsmax Wake Up America in the middle of what's going on in uh, Manhattan. And, and today we're going to kind of get into the madness that is 2022 already with regard to transgenderism and Disney World and, and the economy and yesterday Jensaki and a panicked presser. Gave us a forewarning of the hell that was coming with regard to inflation. and I would venture to say hyperinflation will be the next thing. And I will also tell you that I predicted this. It was repeated last night by Tucker Carlson. And I predicted it last year that 2022 would be they would look for something to replace COVID or they would make COVID worse. Joe Biden will attempt to make this political and will attempt to make this about gun control. He did that with a a shooting at a nightclub in uh, Sacramento over a week ago. Literally, as the bodies were still on the ground, Joe Biden started talking about ghost guns, ghost guns. That's the latest door, the the little opening that he can kick down the door to try to uh, register uh, guns, to register gun owners, which is already being done in this country and to assault on the, uh, the Second Amendment, which, by the way, if uh, Ukraine hasn't convinced you that the Second Amendment is a good idea, then I don't know what the hell will literally asking people in the city, listen, we, we've got guns. Will you please arm yourselves against this invading uh, uh, force? Um, you'll hear that the invading force is already here. Here the invading force is the, uh, the DOJ. Uh, here the invading force is the FBI. Here the, the uh, invading force is the IRS. Uh, we are so upside down. We are so bloody crooked in this country. I, I have never seen anything like it, to be quite honest. And this doddering buffoon uh, as the president of the United States is just a, a sign of how far we have fallen. And it's just a matter of how far we do fall, and hopefully a parachute will open before we slam into the ground. I swear to God, I, uh, I'm a little I'm a little worked up today for a variety of reasons. One, I'm I'm looking at all of the headlines and all of the the insanity being pushed as sanity, and people are just we're just at our wit's end regarding the future of the country, where the country is going, where the country has been, how much we've been played about everything. And I've got some material about, for instance, Democrat-run states and how they ruined lives in this country, ruined lives for the sake of control of people, and they're going to try and do it again. Then this nonsense about transgenderism in children, sexualizing children, how the week of Easter, this is what we're confronting. And I don't like to proselytize. I'm not a, a Bible banger. I am a religious person. I am a Christian. I was raised Catholic, but I'm going to tell you, everything that we hold dear is being is being attacked right now. If you love your family, if you love your country, and if you love your faith, Jinsaki yesterday, and I, I thought this was very curious. Jinsaki yesterday. Went and and spoke about uh, what would become what she said would be a uh, extraordinary elevated inflation problem. Okay, we found out today what that's all about. Yesterday I saw her and and she's you know out in front of this calling it's uh, Putin's price hikes, which is a lie, which is BS. Everybody knows it. She knows they're in trouble. She's jumping ship. She's going to MSNBC because she can't lie anymore. But yesterday when I saw this, I said, okay, here's what's happening, kids. What's next? Hyperinflation. Not just inflation, hyperinflation. If you think it's kind of cute and funny that you can't get chicken breasts on, uh, you know, half the time when you're at Walmart. If you think it's cute and funny that half of the freezer sections are empty. If, if you think, oh, you know, this whole $4 a, a gallon for gas or $5 a gallon for gas isn't really that big a deal because I don't drive very much. Uh, you know, if you think that's all fine and dandy, then you're high. Gensaki saying this yesterday should portend what is coming, and they're trying to get out in front of something before it hits us in such a major way.
3: So because of the actions we've taken to address uh Putin the Putin price hike we yeah,
1: now she tries to just write that off. It's the Putin price hike. They're trying to call it the Putin price hike. They think that making it cute, making it sound something, making it into a bumper sticker, the Putin price hike, they both start with P, that that's going to make a difference and it's going to shift our blame to Vladimir Putin. But it's not working.
3: So because of the actions we've taken to address uh, Putin, the Putin price hike, we are in a better place than we were last month. Um, but
1: Really? Really, we're in a better place this month.
3: We expect March CPI headline inflation to be extraordinarily elevated due to Putin's price hike. And ah, there
1: you go, Putin's price hike. We
3: expect a large difference between core and headline inflation reflecting the global disruptions in energy and food markets.
1: And the supply chain issues that started uh, right about the time that Joe Biden took office and have not been addressed by our transportation secretary because he's a joke too.
3: Inflation doesn't include energy and food prices. Uh, headline inflation does. And of course, we know that core inflation, you know, energy. Blah. Impact of energy of blah, course on oil blah. prices gas prices blah, blah, we expect blah. that to yeah, make
1: us energy independent again you idiot uh,
3: continue to reflect what we've yeah,
1: seen yeah i called her an idiot in 2020 they told you couldn't go to church they told you you couldn't open your business they told you you couldn't go to a concert remember that remember not going to a concert for a year remember being told at the very beginning that you wouldn't be able to go in your backyard if you had more than five or six people there Remember, while all this is happening, Anthony Fauci uh, threw out the pitch at a uh, at a baseball game and sat in the stands without any uh, mask on. You remember Nancy Pelosi going to a hairstyling salon with no mask on, even though she is an elderly woman, and the governor of California doing the same thing. Remember all that? Remember the hell that you went through? Remember the hell that you're going through right now because of gas prices and the price of groceries? How about that? How about that? And I have a sick feeling that things are going to get a lot worse in a in a whole bunch of different ways. And this is the report from CNBC about the uh, welcome back to uh, it's it's really actually it's welcome back. Carter uh, Reagan was technically the president, but he uh, he he was left a hell of a mess by the peanut farmer from Georgia.
0: Now let's go to the year over year numbers: uh, eight point five percent usurped, seven point nine. remains a 41-year high. You have to go back to 1981. And finally, we're looking at year-over-year core, expected up 6.6, comes in at 6.5. Taking out the six point four percent. This is
1: why Gen Saki had the presser yesterday.
0: Yeah. So up at six point five, we are now looking once again to comp back to eighty two. That remains the same.
1: Now remember, in the uh, in the election of twenty twenty, your kids were told to stay home. They couldn't go to school. So all you could focus on, while uh, the world was going to hell in a handbasket, was your kids and making sure your kids are going to get educated or trying to deal with their depression and all that stuff in twenty twenty. And what's going on this year? It's 2022. What's going on? Well, this year, we're kind of worried about your kids being taught about sex and sexuality at a very early age and transgender nonsense. While this is happening, while you can't get groceries, while you can't afford gas, while uh, Ukraine is being uh, invaded by Russia and tumbled into the ground and thousands and thousands and thousands of people are dying. And then we have this guy as the president who can't even talk. This is Yesterday. Talking about ghost guns, I think it's kind of interesting, because the talk about the ghost guns and the latest uh, push for gun control started because of uh, a shooting that happened in Sacramento. It was a mass shooting. It was a mass shooting. It was very disturbing. It was terrible. A mass shooting. Well, uh, you know, uh, Joe Biden immediately, while the bodies were still cooling, he said, we must do more than mourn. We must act. We also continue to call on Congress to act, ban ghost guns, require background checks for gun sales ban assault weapons with high-capacity magazines, repeal gun manufacturers' immunity from liability. None of these had to do with the mass shooting in Sacramento. And by the way, the mass shooting in Sacramento doesn't mean anything anymore to Democrats. You know why? Because it was black people. It was two black men shooting a bunch of black people, and it was a gang-related shooting. So it was used so the president could say, ban ghost guns, require background checks for all gun sales, ban assault weapons, all of this crap. And then they moved on, left some money on the dresser. Moved on and left some money on the dresser. We've been there before. America's been there before. Use that vote, leave some money on the dresser, get up and leave. Unbelievable. Here's the president yesterday trying to talk.
4: We're the only outfit in the country that is immune. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute being sued. Come on. The,
1: uh, gun, uh, the gun makers being immune to prostitution, unlike your son, who's very, very, very into it. He's talking about gun manufacturers. And uh, it's interesting because, uh, you know, let's, for instance, let's go after uh, the car companies. Because people buy cars legally and they get into accidents or they do really irresponsible things that ultimately end up in people getting killed. Like in Wisconsin. Remember in Wisconsin when a guy uh, who hated uh, white people went taught a terror, drove over a Christmas parade, killed a bunch of people, maimed a bunch of people? How about you be able to sue the, uh, the, the manufacturer of the car? I think it was a Dodge. I, I could be wrong. No, it was a Jeep. It was a Jeep. It was a Jeep. But, uh, you know, why, why don't you go after the car manufacturers? They need to be sued. They need to be sued when people use them for something they weren't meant for, like the guns. Like guns, nobody goes in and buys a gun. Uh, Well, very few people, they're criminals, but nobody goes in to buy a gun. A law abiding citizen buys it because they know how they're going to use it, unless it's target practice, but they don't know how they might use it against another person, only in self defense. That's what it is there for. Or it is for sporting. But people just don't march into gun stores, uh, buy a gun, go through the background check, and then go rob a convenience store. That would be really stupid. That would be super-duper stupid. But here's your president.
4: We're the only outfit in the country that is immune. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to, prost- to being sued. Come on. In February. the. Fe-
1: yeah, yeah. And then, by the way, the only reason the tobacco companies were sued was to enrich trial lawyers. And if Democrats really cared about people dying of cancer, they'd ban tobacco. I've said this for years. I've said, it. do I want tobacco ban? No. But you see, Democrats love the sweet, sweet money of a lawsuit, a big old class action lawsuit where all their buddies get big old massive payouts. Meanwhile, people who actually died of cancer get a pittance, or people's families who die of cancer. My father died of of smoking. He he did, he started smoking when he was in teens, World War II. And uh, you know, nobody to blame but himself. He died in 1994. But that's how Democrats are. They, they, they want to enrich themselves. This is another case of the anti-gun lobby. They're going to do the same thing. Here he is. Uh, he's talking about ghost guns. He has no freaking clue what a ghost gun is. No clue what a ghost gun is. How about the ghost? How about the ghost border? We don't have a border. We've said you've got a ghost border. How about you talk about the ghost border, you boot? Mm-hmm. Here's the genius president. A functioning firearm, you bought a gun. Take a look. And he walks over and he walks off microphone. He's looking at a table, he doesn't know what the hell's on it.
4: This package. You can see the picture down here, maybe. This is the gun.
1: This is the gun.
4: It's not hard. Yeah. To put together.
1: It's not hard to put together.
4: A little drill, hand drill at home. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't take very long. Yeah, and
1: most gun owners know how to take apart and put their guns together pretty quickly, actually, as well.
4: Anyone. Anyone order yeah. here yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Folks. What? A felon, a terrorist, a domestic abuser. My
1: God in heaven. This isn't funny anymore. This isn't fun. did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I this is literally a week ago, shooting of some black people at a club, he immediately says we also continue to call on Congress to act, ghost guns, require background checks, ban assault weapons, high capacity magazines. None of these were used. In Sacramento, I think one of the guys had a uh, uh, an illegal weapon with a high capacity magazine, but none of this. This was sitting on the burner. This was ready to be whipped out at a convenient uh, time, where they could use it, and that's what's going to happen in New York today. They're going to do the same thing. Let's go to Sean in Live Oak, California. He'd like to uh, chime in today. Hello there, Sean. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind?
0: Hi there. Yeah, I, was, I and uh, I was watching uh, Mr. Reagan on YouTube, and he brought up a question that I thought was interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He asked his Is transgenderism a mental illness? And he quoted
4: from—I forget the name of it—but that uh, the diagnosis book in psychiatry that talks
1: about gender gender dysphoria is what it's called. Yeah.
4: And the thing is, is this is—I'm
1: not saying that all people
0: that are transgender have a mental illness, but I know that some of them do. Yes. And this is what I'm wondering about: we're pandering to people with delusions. supporting their delusions
1: yes yeah and I will tell you also Sean if you look at the suicide rates or the uh, the instance of uh, thoughts of suicide I've heard as high as 75% with transgendered youth Uh, these are people who are in their teens who have decided to be transgender so it's clear that there's something wrong there's something broken and you know what else is really sickening Sean is that the Democrat Party is using crisis and COVID and the depression caused by COVID and the self-harm that's caused by COVID to usher in this, uh, this transgendered nonsense. I believe it is an attempt to break up the family. Uh, I believe it is an attempt to, uh, to distract. Um, if you look in, in, for instance, Great Britain, uh, during COVID, the number of kids who claim to be transgendered went up 20%, Sean. Now, if it's not a choice then what the hell is it? Uh, I appreciate your phone call. But it is their kids who are being used uh, right now while they are weak, while they... And, and listen, the CDC knows and, and the Biden administration knows the pain that this has caused. Uh, they, they realize this and they, and they still are forcing mask mandates. By the way, uh, Philadelphia, they've unveiled their uh, mask mandate again for all indoor venues in New York City. Uh, only kids under five have to wear masks. The mayor doesn't have to. And he ended up getting COVID, among other things. Um, More on this coming up, a little bit more on President Biden's brain shorting out on Friday as well as yesterday. Unbelievable. Things have changed since the Sony Walkman. Remember that back in the 80s and you'd put the headphones over your ears and you'd go out and you'd walk around everything. And, you you know, the, the battery in your Walkman would last a couple hours. Well, now there are earbuds and lots and lots of them out there. Raycon wireless earbuds are exceptional. Why? Well, because they have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. Like this podcast. Yeah? Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up. Maybe you need something to kind of meditate, clear your head. Kids are making noise in the background. Raycons started half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. So you really can't lose. Give them a try and you will see what I mean. I promise you. Check this out. Go to buyraycon.com slash Newsmax and get 15% off your Raycon order. Okay? Buyraycon.com slash Newsmax to save 15% on Raycons. Again, com slash Newsmax. The president, of course, uh, you know, uh, come out yesterday and, and he's c- completely scatterbrained. Has no idea what he's talking about. Here he is on Friday, by the way. You remember this one? America. This is this is honestly, and this kind of disappeared into the ether. This is the man who's in charge of the country. Listen to this. America
4: is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was put him. Uh, Let's start again here. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Okay, this is where you normally say the word. What would you say the word is right now? I'd say
1: uh, America. It depends on what you're talking about. Uh, you know, as far
4: as the government is concerned, I'd say bleeped up. I was in the, foot him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, in the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him, and I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact.
1: Guys, that was a, uh, a brain shorting out. I'm not kidding in any way, shape, or form. This is a man whose brain, the synapses are firing in different directions, and he can't focus on one of them.
4: America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the, foot, uh, foot, foot, me, in the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. I
1: saw a video this morning uh, out of Saudi Arabia, uh, a comic team, I guess, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and they were making fun of this. They were making fun of Joe Biden. It uh, wasn't terribly funny. But uh, here is, uh, this is Tucker Carlson responding to the president's brain shorting out on Friday. Here's the
0: question, if you had to define America in a single word, what would that word be? So in the Rose Garden today, Joe Biden tried to answer that question. Watch carefully how he did.
4: America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Here we go. I was in the, foot, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, in the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling with him and we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> I
0: mean, what do you say? This guy's running the country.
3: Uh,
4: hopefully
0: not for long. Not capable of running the country, but notice the reaction. At least Justice K- Tanji Brown Jackson was like dignified enough to look deeply embarrassed as the president just skipped a groove in his head and went off about marching in the Himalayas. But you'll notice his vice president sort of nodded, like, oh, yeah, of course. If you can find America in one word, it would be the 17,000 miles I traveled with President G through the Himalayas, with the Yetis. <laughs> wow. She'll nod to anything.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so uh, <laughs> on top of all this, we've got a inflation surging 8.5% in March, and I hate to tell you this, it's higher than that. Dear God, are you kidding me? I do the shopping in my family. Thank you very much. My wife pays the bills. So we know. Oh, but listen to this. Joe Biden is going to allow the sale of gas blended with 15% ethanol this summer to help combat Putin's price hike. So instead of uh, uh, energy independence again, he's gonna go ahead and let you have uh, more ethanol. Oh, by the way, uh, E15 gasoline uses 15% ethanol. And uh, apparently what it does is it lowers your gas mileage. It lowers your gas mileage. The same goes with E85. You get lower gas mileage. It's 10% cheaper on average per gallon, less energy dense, which means that drivers would need to buy more fuel. It should still help to lower fuel expenses, according to a senior administration officials. But uh, you're you're paying ten cents a dime or a gallon less, but you're going to be burning a whole hell of a lot more gas. Really, I mean, really, really genius problem solving, folks. Really, really genius problem solving. Unbelievable. Mike in Nottingham, Maryland. Hello there, Mike. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up? Hi, Rob. Thanks for taking my phone call. Yes, sir. I wanted to say that we have the three Stooges leading
0: us: Biden, Harris, and Pelosi. And it's yeah. not funny. It's very frightening uh the border, energy dependence, inflation. And one of the three I wanna uh uh ask you if it's plausible uh about the speaker. Uh, the speaker was offered 10,000 troops to guard the Capitol. She yes. declined President Trump's offer. Yes. The speaker is responsible for what happened on January
1: 6, 2021. Is that plausible? I agree 100%. And by the way, there is a massive uh, uh, legal suit coming with uh, uh, Alan Dershowitz heading it with regard to January the 6th. He's a liberal, and he says January 6th was a setup. It was a complete setup. There were people let in. And he's representing two people who were let in. And now there is actual video of the corridor where the police officers literally enthusiastically welcomed people into the building. And people went in. They were innocent. They went in to see the building. They went in to see the people's house. They never thought. They weren't there to destroy anything. They went in with reverence into this building. There was no riot. There was no destruction inside the building. Not one ounce of destruction inside that building it was all a gigantic setup overplayed by the Democrat Party the day after and uh, and hell is coming I'm telling you Mike hell is coming
0: rob that and uh, should uh, Ashley Babbitt's uh, family or loved ones uh, sue the speaker of for her for her lack of uh, initiative and in getting oh. uh, the security that the Capitol needed
1: Uh, I think there's at least a half a dozen lawsuits for Ashley Babbitt's family. And uh, and sooner or later, the officer that shot her, Officer Bird, is going to have to be held accountable for what he did, which was cold-blooded murder. Chris Markowski is the host of Watchdog on Wall Street, uh, the radio show. He joins us on the Newsmax hotline right now. Hello, sir, and welcome to the show. How are you? Good afternoon. Oh, man, I'm so glad you brought up that E15 thing. What the hell? Honestly, I grew up in Iowa, okay, so I know a little bit about corn and ethanol. See, this is his solution? My God, man.
0: But correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't we all going to starve? We were just told a couple weeks ago that there's going to be massive food shortages, and we're all going to starve. I mean, Fidel Castro, who's someone I tend not to agree with, actually said, I don't think anything is as dumb as putting food into cars. Not to mention the the cost of fertilizer has gone through the roof. This is not going to drive prices down. It's not going to drive it down by 10 cents. It's not going to do a damn thing.
1: Chris, this is, honestly, this is idiocy at its finest. And this is going to cause more suffering. All we have to do is make our country energy independent once again. We've got everything we need right below our feet. And i got to tell you, Chris, I don't know what you're feeling, but but the feeling that I'm getting is people are right there as far as we're at the end of this nonsense. Everything that we hold sacred is under attack, including Disney World, including your kids in schools with regard to... uh, transgender BS and sexualization. You've got uh, your, your freedoms with regard to COVID, now new mask mandates in cities like uh, Philadelphia, among other things, and then uh, just the economy. Today we saw that uh, inflation at a 40-year high once again reaching new levels. Uh, I don't know if you saw it yesterday, but you could tell something big was happening because a Jen Saki yesterday thought she'd run in- interference on this, but she wasn't able to dampen the fact that Joe Biden policies are destroying our economy.
0: Yeah, I actually looked it up. Uh, the, the number one song in 1981 was Betty Davis Eyes. Uh, if you remember <laughs> that song. <maybe>. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is how far back we've gone, and this is the situation that we're in. And, and again, this a lot of this stuff is, is self-inflicted. Uh, again, this wasn't talked about last week. Of course, it wasn't. Uh, most of the mainstream press. This did a study, but you didn't even need to do a study to figure this out. It was the San Francisco. Fed that said, gee whiz, that $1.9 trillion spending package that Biden put through, man, oh man, that really hit as far as inflation is concerned. And again, because inflation is, is a monetary issue. When you print as much money, and the government spends as much money as it has. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, we've got yeah. COVID relief money going towards golf courses oh, and hotels, Lord. and there's money sloshing away where all of a sudden, you know, bloody JPEGs have become investments. <laughs> I mean, this wouldn't be the case if they'd printed all of this money. It's hotly absurd.
1: But what's going to happen, my friend? I mean, uh, you're certainly more tuned into this than I am, and I personally, I, I'm, I'm very concerned about not only uh, investment income, but uh, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that my freezer is full. I want to make sure that my gas tank is full. Every remedy supposedly by this administration only is going to make things worse, and every front. On every front, including Ukraine, Russia, everything. I like to say they have the crap touch uh, instead of Midas. Everything gold, they turn to, to crap by touching it. What are your thoughts about where do we go before November? What's going to happen?
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like the old uh, the, the, the Greek mythology with trying to kill the hydra and you cut off its head and two more problems pop up. And that's yeah. basically what, what government does. You gotta understand, you know, people think about the economy and oftentimes... They use all sorts of uh, metaphors, When it goes to, like, engines, and it's too hot, and it's breaking down. Now, you've got to think of the, the overall economy in the world around us. It's, so it's like Mother Nature. And there are trillions of transactions that take place every day between people. And when the government steps in and they try to subsidize something or they try to fix something or get yeah. in the way, it just makes matters worse. Uh, what you need to do is you allow them the, the free market uh, to reign, and that that's what will fix the problem the fed needs to automatically to wind down their balance sheet uh meaning they're going to suck a lot of money out of the system all this excess cash that's floating around the government's got to reduce regulations you can do exactly what you said um uh, become energy independent again actually become an exporter again uh and do the things that we already have we're so blessed as a nation with the natural resources that we have. And again, we're one of the the rare uh, countries that have these types of natural resources that aren't run by some sort of dictator and despot. And each and every citizen can actually own these companies by buying stock in them, which is really different from other countries around the world so we can benefit from from all of this if we just get the government out of the way
1: chris that's not going to happen you know that (laughs) uh and and you you have common sense you have life experience so do i uh you do your research so do i and you know that uh i don't believe this administration is so clueless I, I don't believe it, because if, if you set out to screw up something like the economy, you couldn't do better than the administration is doing. And the only thing that I can really say is that they aren't going to be able to fix it before November, so they're going to have to make it a whole hell of a lot worse. That's my fear.
0: Well, I, I mean, you got to find a boogeyman, and that's what they're trying to do with Putin. But, but I, I think people are kind of wisening up to the fact that this is it's just nuts. But you're right. This is by design. Um, I, I, you know Again, I don't forget much when it comes out of you you know, get these Freudian slips from various different leaders. And you can go back to uh, Barack Obama's first energy secretary, Stephen Chu, who, who oh, actually yes. said that it'd be wonderful if, if our gasoline prices were commensurate with Europe. Yeah. Now, Europe right now is paying about mm-hmm. 10 bucks equivalent a gallon. You know, obviously some leaders over there, but if you were to match it up, uh, that's just yeah. what they want. I mean, oh, yes. is, they want to drive people to, you know, in their direction to buy the electric cars and all the stuff that they wanted. I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of collapsed uh, during the uh, Obama administration because a lot of the companies that they were uh, taking taxpayer money in were, were frauds and fell apart. Uh, but they want to relive all that. This is, this is perfect for them. You know, they don't want to have uh, any sort of drilling. And, and again, I mean, you got to take a look. I mean, you, you get the government you vote for. And you know, people out there, you know, you voted for this. I mean, I'm I'm tired of hearing you know people on the left complaining about gas prices. You voted for it. This is exactly what you wanted. What did you think you were going to get?
1: Yeah, yeah. Now I like to use the expression, and it's not far from the truth. Our grocery stores, our grocery shelves are looking like Venezuela, and our car dealerships. And our driveways are looking like Cuba. Um, What are you hearing with regard to inventory? What are you hearing from the glorious transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, about the supply chain issues that are keeping our grocery stores empty and our car lots empty as well?
0: Yeah, again, you know, he was put there (laughs) for political reasons. He doesn't know what he's doing, for crying out loud. And I think everybody's aware of that. He came out and gave a couple of... uh, little pressers on CNBC and various, and he just he just looked foolish. Uh, it, there's not much that they can do. There's, a lot of this stuff is, is by design. And again, we can actually go yes. back to a lot of the globalization nonsense from way back when. I mean, it was, you know, our own fault deciding that we got to outsource everything to China where we'd, we could have done things much closer to home rather than uh, doing it well, way the hell over there. Uh, you know, not to mention, you know, in regards to minerals and mining, you're talking about automobiles. They want to push everybody into electric cars. It's yes. just not possible. There's it's a pipe
1: not, dream. It's bull not crap.
0: Mines out there for the, the materials.
1: Yeah, and there are no electric airplanes and airliners, and there are no electric uh, battleships, and there are no electric dump trucks. Dear God in heaven, are you out of your nut? Um, <laughs> uh, let me just ask you. Well, I and by the way, I said this yesterday. I think that Pete Buttigieg is transphobic because he's afraid of transportation. Uh, that said, uh, you, you're in New York. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. We had Rob Finnerty from Newsmax on this morning. What have you heard with regard to what happened with the subway attack? Anything? you know, some people that, that
0: you know live down in that area, and I made a few phone calls. They were talking gotcha. you know, basically, let me know about the police presence and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, you know, they're calling it right now. From what I'm hearing, it's not a. They said not a terrorist situation, uh, but if there's still an active shooter. So obviously this person is still out and about, and obviously the schools are on lockdown and they're dealing with, uh, you know, everything that goes along with that. So, so yeah. what the hell is a
1: terrorist situation then? The guy goes in wearing a gas mask, sets off some some smoke bombs, and starts shooting people. What the hell is a terrorist situation then?
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, You've sure got to be trying it. to change the definition of the word, but, you know, they try to do that with the English language all the time uh, yeah, at yeah. this point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there was various different, I guess, uh, they calling them, incendiary devices that were placed that didn't go off. We don't know what they are. So pretty much, you know, I'm right where everybody else is. We're pretty much being kept in the dark when it comes to what's going on.
1: Well, Chris, I appreciate your time today. Chris Markowski, uh, the uh, Watchdog on Wall Street. Thanks for joining me today, bro. Is there anything you'd like to uh, send people to to check out? You
0: uh, you can check out our website, our podcast, my radio show, Watchdogonwallstreet.com is the website.
1: Chris, I appreciate your time today. Godspeed and have a glorious day.
0: Thank you so much. You too.